Welcome to another episode of Be Now. It's the show where nothing needs to happen because it's already happening. Be happening. Yeah, yeah. Ura, ura, la. enough money, then I will feel secure. But you know, the notion of enough, it's so different to everyone.、Mm-hmm. And also, even for a single person, just for one person, when you reach that point that you think is enough, immediately it turns to be not enough, and then you want more.、Mm-hmm. That's just how human works. That's how our desire works.、Um, so for me, Especially, it's letting go of like sometimes when I hold something so tight in my hands, like if I hold a bunch of sands in my hand, it will slip through, right?、Um, for me, it's kind of like, oh, letting go. I just open my hand and let the sands to flow in my hand. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, Juju. Thank you, Ara, for inviting me. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this, actually.、Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, why don't we start with yeah, just kind of a brief self intro、uh, for the good listeners? Sure.、Um, hi, my name is Juju, and、um, I'm very passionate about emotional healing.、Um, recently, I have been writing a WeChat account about emotional stuff. And for me personally, I was in business background. And then for the past three years, I went to the United States for,、uh, for a seminary,、um, kind of like to explore what's deep inside of my heart.、Um, so I have a passion to bring emotional wellness to people here in my culture.、Mm-hmm. So, speaking to that point, what got you? Because last time we were talking about、mm-hmm. this, really passionate. Right. Conversation. What got you started on this sort of、uh, emotional healing and getting in touch with the depth? Yeah.、Um, three years ago,、um, like before three years ago, when I start working, I realized、um, people would usually label me aggressive.、Um, they would say, You are such an aggressive girl and you just go get the stuff you want. And I realized, I get to aware that、um, I tend to very. I tend to be very aggressive when I talk about business, and I tend to go get the stuff I want and to stuff everything about emotion inside. I feel like, oh, the things are more important to me, but emotion and people are not. So, very clear goal and go get it, and then kind of like push, th- push through the people that are around it. Um, and then when I started to go to the seminary, I started to learn about who I am, about my identity. And then I remember the second year, I cried a lot because I had a lot of emotional class、uh, where people, where the teachers have been asking me about my heart, how does my heart feel? i n g And、um, in my community, people start to ask i n g you, Ju, how are you doing today? Um, I tend to give the normal answer, I'm doing good, I'm doing fine. That's kind of the reaction 
you learned since childhood. Even though when you are not okay, you will. It's kind of a reaction、right. from your body. You would say I'm okay, but deep inside, I know I'm not okay. But I don't have vocabulary to describe why am I not okay, and I don't even have the vocabulary to describe my emotions. Then I start this journey to Google online. What are the vocabularies that can describe emotions? I remember one day I was reminded that I learned such a huge vocabularies about. Everything outside of me, like this is a table, this is an apple, this is an orange, but I never learned the vocabulary inside of my heart. Like I'm happy, I'm angry, I'm overwhelmed, I'm exhausted. I never know. Like I remember at that time, the vocabulary I could use for my emotion only up to five or six, and then I started to search online and I find out, wow, there are. Thousands of words that could describe my emotions. So all of a sudden, I felt like a light just came through my heart. Then I start to realize, wow, this is such a huge world that I need to explore.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the language of、mm-hmm. your heart. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you said last time you were talking about. I thought so. So you know, I'm like a big fan of questions.、Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And last time you were talking about like the first questions. You sort of turn inward and you asked. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Sure.、Um, so re- I remember the ac- actually the second year is the year of the whole journey of exploring my heart, and I remember one time in a class, my teacher asked、um, a question. He said,、um, "Let's now let's go asking your heart a question." I don't remember exactly that question was. But I remember after he asked the question, I feel nothing. I feel complete silence. I didn't hear anything. And then the friends around me, they heard the answer from their heart. They heard that their heart are responding to them, but I didn't. And all of a sudden, the teacher said, "I knew some of you feel silence. You don't feel anything after you ask your heart that question. Now let's." Ask your heart another question, heart. Why are you not responding to me? And then I start to asking that question to my heart. All of a sudden, my heart is responding to me. My heart says, "I don't want to say anything because I don't want to hurt you anymore." In that moment, I realize, wow. I have been. Suppress my heart so hard, and it doesn't respond to me anymore. My heart feels so numb that I ignore the heart existence for a long time. So my heart doesn't even want to respond to me, and it's the numbing feeling that I start to realize. Wow, <laughs> it opened a door for me to. Taking care of my heart, taking care of the need of my heart. The need. Yeah. Because I never ask my heart, "What do you need?"、Mm. Growing up、um, in my country, growing up in this culture, we learned a lot to be very considerate to people. Like we learned sacrifice a lot. 
So from very young age, you knew that you need to sacrifice because that's how the textbook has been teaching us,、mm. and that's how my parents and the school has been teaching me. You need to sacrifice your own need for others,、mm. and that's a good virtue. I have to admit, yes, it's good for some extent, but not all. If I like, if I have been. Hurting myself to feel like to fulfill your need,、mm. then I'm hurting and I'm bleeding,、mm. and someday I will explode.、Mm. So back at that moment, I start to realize, wow, I have been fulfilling all my friends' need, but not my own need. Like let's say, for example, like when we go out for dinner, Yuli would ask me, Juju, what do you want to eat? I would say. Oh, 随便啦 whatever. You can order anything you like. I'm I'm fine with everything.、Mm. That's my usual response, because I learned to like please other people, not to please, but just go with the flow. Yeah, go with the flow, and then to satisfy your need, but not my need, because I'm okay with everything. That's kind of the statement, like kind of like inner vow I have been saying to myself.、Mm. Your need doesn't really matter. And what do you say now when you gotta decide what to eat? I would pick the things I like to eat. Like <laughs> I would pick the my favorite restaurant because I like Thai food. So sometimes I would pick. Oh, how about we just go to the Thai restaurant?、Mm. But before I would say whatever you want to eat, I'm、mm. fine with it. Make suggestions. Yeah,、like、yeah. That, and not be fixed on it, but making that、mm-hmm. yeah, offer. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of、uh, yeah, so being a kid, like like it's that inner kid. Right,、mm-hmm. that kind of gets us in touch with that intuition, that personal desires and things.、Um, yeah, I was curious, like, what kind of、uh, what kind of kid were you?、Um, I'm the elder sister、uh, in the family.、Mm-hmm. So, as an elder sister,、uh, from a very young age, you are taught、um, you have to take care of your younger brother because he's younger, and you are the sis- elder sister. So you need to take care of him. So my need is kind of secondary.、Mm-hmm. So I have to learn to be like a mom to take care of him.、Mm. And、um, how much older were you? Seven years older.、Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I remember、uh, when I was very young, in my elementary school, I wasn't around my family.、Um, I stayed with my elementary school teacher. <laughs> I stayed at her place, her apartment, for six years. So I think that was the time where a girl developed all her emotions and need to talk to someone、mm. about everything inside of her heart. But because it's a teacher, it's a authority figure, so I can't like I'm afraid to talk to her、sure. about all my feelings and stuff. And even you know, I remember back that time I had my first period. But I'm afraid to talk to her.、Mm. I kind of get scared, but in the same time, I have no one to talk to.、Mm. Um, so I think for that six years, I learned to be very self-independent. Like I need to be independent because、mm. I'm the only one who can take care of myself. Like nobody would take care of me. I I'm the only one who. Who can take care of yourself? So I learned to be very independent back then. So I would say I'm very tough and very independent when I was a kid.、Um, 
to be tough and independent, I have to stuff all my emotion down because mm. I can't show my emotion. Mm. That's too vulnerable. That's too weak in my culture. Mm. You can't cry. Like I remember, I I usually don't cry in front of people. I cry in bed during the night.、Mm. Yeah, I think that's how I learned to cope with my emotions.、Mm. Yeah. With yourself,、mm-hmm, with myself.、Mm. How's your? I guess your idea of independence. How's that changed until today? Actually, it changed a lot. <laughs>、um, so before, also in my culture, I think in a lot of culture, independence is something that we see as virtue. Like it's a good thing you should have. It's a good trait、right. to be independent, especially as an adult. You can't depend on anyone, right?、Mm. So that's what I learned since my childhood as well. I learned to be very independent. But then the past three years,、uh, as I shared before, I went to a seminary. It's a Christian seminary because、um, I'm a Christian. So in the seminary, I learned that God want me to rely on Him,、mm-hmm. not rely on myself.、Um, rely on Him means. To have faith in him, like to trust him, to trust that even though your circumstance might not be good, but he will come through、mm. because he has the best interest in you. He has the best intention for you. So I have to learn to trust him, not to rely on myself.、Mm. It's kind of me learning to let go. And to know he has my back. You know, a lot of times、um, we have teamwork, like team building activities. Sometimes a people just stand on the table and fell backwards, so you cannot see who is in your back, right? But your teammates are there when you fell backward. They are there to holding you. So for me, it's this journey of trusting that. Even though I can't see God in my eyes, but He is on my back.、Mm. When I fell backward, He is there. He is there, having my back.、Mm. Yeah, I like that. This journey of trusting.、Mm-hmm. It sounds like、uh, your sense of independence and trust is kind of very much connected with your faith.、Mm-hmm. Yes, it's beautiful because.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like for example, I'm not religious,、mm-hmm. but this sense of trust and having faith、mm. is like you don't need religion to like、uh, right. right have、yeah. that. And for everyone, it shows up in different ways. Yes, correct. And、uh, yeah, I think that's a that's a beautiful thing.、Um, so when I was a kid, so I grew up in Iran, and so my parents were Muslim, or my grandparents were Muslim,、mm-hmm. uh, but they didn't force it on their parents. Wow. And so I was kind of、uh, like, because you know that's not actually that's not common, right?、Mm-hmm. Normally it's like okay, follow the rules here. Right.、Um, so and my parents also kind of let me kind of do my own thing, and、um, and so so yeah, so I kind of had my own、uh, childhood traumas with、uh, divorces and things like that. And it took a while, you know, for me to kind of、uh, get in touch、um, with myself、uh, through my depression and stuff. But what really helped me, like <clears throat> this idea of faith. Is、um, like there's a there's a branch of、uh, Muslim a、mm-hmm. branch of Islam、mm-hmm. called、uh, Sufism. Wow. And Sufism is、uh, 
<clears throat> basically is surrendering to the unknown, surrendering to your higher self kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, Islam, the, the root meaning of Islam means surrender. Wow. And so to surrender yourself, your story. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the thing I've been like, uh, really thinking a lot about recently is, and this is in conversation with my friends, mm-hmm. you know, which is, like, the importance of listening, right? And, and it's difficult because everyone has their own story. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm obsessed. If there's only one thing I'm obsessed with, it's listening. And it's constantly challenging me, right? And so, but, so what I'm learning is to surrender my story. And so when I do that, I, I, I feel like it's, it, the story becomes a part of everything else and everything's part of my story, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, wow, that's really beautiful. Thank you for uh, mentioning the word of surrender because I think in any kind of religion, surrender is a huge thing. Like, like for me, for me personally, surrendering for me kind of means faith because you have faith in God like a higher being, Mm. then you are surrendering what you have been going through. Because you know there's a higher purpose, and you're just surrendering that. And I think this is really beautiful. So when you think about surrender and higher purpose and things like that, um, when you connect with your heart, what does your heart say? Mm, I think my higher purpose... Um, in my heart is actually to bring the emotional awareness to my people because I think there is a huge benefit of emotional awareness it brings so much joy so much freedom in our heart Um, you won't feel you are bound by some stuff Mm. you feel you are so free free inside not free outside but very free inside and that's when you feel oh I truly come alive I'm not like um, go to work every day and then come back home and then you feel worthless or you don't you feel meaning meaningless sometimes Um, I feel like when we connect to our heart when we are so aware what is going on inside it gives such different perspective to our life. And also I felt it gives a lot of more meaning to our being on this earth. Hmm. Yeah. Chasing uh, meaning rather than chasing money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. What do you feel is like, um, is the hardest part I mean, I think we've already talked about it mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. but like in helping people to sort of uh, find emotional freedom in a way, mm-hmm. it seems like emotional freedom and financial freedom Them. is yeah. what everyone wants, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Uh, what do you feel is the hardest part of this trust journey? Um, for me personally or for the people around me? Um, maybe, yeah, both. Um, I think for me, oh yeah, I think it relate in some way. Uh, for me personally, in this journey to finding my emotion freedom or financial freedom, I think it's a journey of actually surrendering. It's a journey of not having high expectation of what it should like 
look like, but how I want it in my heart and what's most important to me. And then for the people around me, um, it's also letting go of security. What makes you feel secure in your life? Um, I think before before I go to seminary, um, money makes me feel secure in life. Um, I think I'm still on this journey to letting go of my wrong security anchor. Um, mm-hmm. I'm learning to security anchor. Yeah, because sometimes we we put anchor in different stuff. So anchor is the thing in the ship. So you put yeah, it down, uh, yeah. To make it make, the ship make it stable, stable, right? Make it not going lost. Right. Yeah. A lot of time, I think how we see security is kind of an anchor in our life. Some people think it's money, hmm. right? Sense, yeah. yeah, we we just threw that in money because we we think when when I have enough money, then I will feel secure. But you know, the notion of enough, it's so different to everyone. And also, even for a single person, just for one person, when you reach that point that you think is enough, immediately it turn to be not enough, and then you want more. Mm, right. That's just how human works. That's how our desire works. Um, so for me, especially, it's letting go of like. Sometimes when I hold something so tight in my hands, like if I hold a bunch of sands in my hand, it will slip through, right? Um, for me, it's kind of like oh, letting go. I just open my hand and let the sands to flow mm-hmm. in my hand. Um, for me personally, it's readjusting the focus. Where's my security come from? Where do I put my security anchor?、Mm. Um, do I put it in money? Do I put it in my spouse, or do I put it in myself? Do I put it in my God? Where do I put it?、Um, so the journey for me is knowing that my security doesn't fr- come from outside; it comes from me. And comes from the God who lives inside of me,、um, yeah. So for the people around me, I felt it's the same. Like, if you think money is your anchor for security,、mm-hmm. then you are really chasing after it. Unless one day you realize, wow, this is not my anchor anymore, then you start to have this freedom. I think finance freedom for me is not how much money you have. Then you get this freedom. It's it's how you position your heart.、Mm. It's how、mm. where you put your security. <clears throat> then you get the, this freedom. You know, I love everything you're saying, especially the metaphor、mm-hmm. of of yeah, a ship setting its anchor. You know, when it needs stability,、mm-hmm. the security anchor. And so it's in the middle. It's somewhere in the ocean. Yeah, it needs it needs that stability. And but the waves and the winds, these forces are a part of nature.、Mm-hmm. There's the bigger forces at play、right. that we cannot control.、Mm-hmm. And、um, I remember I was、uh, driving for Uber、uh, some years ago、mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in in back in San Diego, 
And, uh, you know, it was an interesting few months I was doing that. Um, I was actually waiting for my Chinese visa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, the big lesson at that time was patience. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> so I remember I picked up this, uh, this uh, family um, from, uh, it, was a, uh, it was a Friday night, so they, just had, they had drinks, and I picked them up. Uh, the man sat next to me. And, um, yeah, you know, he just started, I don't know if you met people, uh, like random situation where you meet someone and mm -hmm. they sort of tell you things that are sort of speaking to a very deep part of you mm -hmm. that you wonder how does this person know this, right? right? Yeah. And so he started, uh, saying something about, about my girlfriend here wow. and, uh, he just started just spinning off about these ideas that are like oh like, this is a total stranger he's like mm -hmm. saying something that is connecting with me mm -hmm. and at some point he says something about a peaceful sale mm. and to trust yourself and trust the process it's like you're you're sailing on the ocean with the waves and the and the winds and you just when you totally trust yourself you trust the elements. You trust the, the bigger forces at play. Mm -hmm. And even if you fall down, you make a mistake, it's okay. You get back up and you keep learning. And that process is that you learn what you're made of, right? Mm -hmm. And you learn what is around you. And you, Like, yeah, that peaceful sail, that, that little uh, phrase stayed with me. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a comment on your Uber experience. Um, when you were talking about your Uber experience, um, all of a sudden I was reminded that actually in work, uh, what we're doing is not important. But who we're reacting to, like who we are interacting with, mm. the people are the most important. Mm. I think, because um, I have... I also have experiences to do Airbnb back in the States. I remember I enjoy doing it so much. It's not the tedious work of making bed and sweeping the floor or, you know, to do vacuum. It's not that. But it was the joy and excitement to meet new people mm. and to hear about their stories. Mm. So for me, work, I think the most important thing about work is actually interacting with people and hearing their stories and emotions and how they're doing in life i think that's really interesting and those moments um, will leave a mark in your life mm -hmm. i think the peaceful sale is also a mark in your life right yeah right, right. Yeah. yeah so you had these experiences too with uh with your airbnb yeah, well? yeah yeah with yeah when i was doing airbnb mm -hmm. back in the states Mm. Yeah. Any, any stories you can share? Um, yeah, I've met so many different people. Um, very interesting. They're from all over the world, and they all have their own stories. Why they came to my city, why they come here, and then it was really funny. I remember I met a grandma. She was 80 years old, but very healthy, very agile. Um, she was a painter. So she wrote a book. It's called Magic Brush. And she also gave me her book as a gift. Um, so I think her grandparents are the royal painter for the kings of Holland back then. Mm. So it was really funny. And I, she showed me a lot of um, paintings that she did. It was so, so beautiful. And she told me the journey, how she started to paint, and then how God inspired her to like paint different stuff and then give it to different people and how that make 
impactful meaning in their lives.、Mm. So I found it so interesting to just to getting to know people because、right. everyone has a story to tell, right? And that's really nice. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Everyone has a story to, to tell. tell. Yeah. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're willing to listen、mm-hmm. and be surprised. Yeah. Be surprised. Yeah. Be curious yeah. about their story.、Mm. Yeah. I like this、um, this point about、uh, your Airbnb.、Mm-hmm. Like、uh, the mission of Airbnb, what they say, you know, is、mm-hmm. um, to belong, help people belong anywhere. Yeah.、Right? Yeah. It's a powerful mission. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of connects with、uh, like, everything we're talking about in a way, right?、Mm-hmm. To ultimately, it seems like belonging and finding home with yourself.、Mm. Right. And you know, one thing I've been thinking a lot about is,、uh, yeah, home. It's just such a Big topic. Yeah,、know? it is. And like, because when you think about home, it's like a stable place. Place. Yeah. Where you can come home at the end of the day after a long day of work or playing、mm-hmm. whatever. You, it's a source of security. Your, your anchor、mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is. And、um, and、uh, and then so I wonder, I wonder, you know, what are the hard things we do at home? You know, like the value of doing hard things.、Mm-hmm. I think at some point, sometimes it gets lost in society、mm-hmm. because modern life,、um, no matter what country you're in, we we there's a value to convenience.、Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, we want to make things easier. Like、right. fair enough, right? Yeah. But like anything, like with independence, like anything, it can be overvalued,、mm. right? Yeah. So when we overvalue convenience. It just becomes a habit, a rhythm, and we kind of、mm-hmm. fall into that. And so, what I always like. Like remind myself and also try to remind others is like to do a hard thing、mm. often, right? Right,、mm-hmm. and like choosing that.、Um, so, so yeah, is there like a, is there like a hard thing that you can、um, you can talk about recently?、Um, I just want to make a another comment first about home.、Yeah. You talk about home is where we feel we belong.、Mm. I think belonging is such an interesting topic、mm. that every one of us. Are longing for, we are all longing for this belonging thing,、yeah. but actually belonging is not a physical thing, because we, I think in this world, we are so emphasis on like, do I have this cup in my home? Do I have this kitchen in my home? Do I have this or that amenity in my home?、Uh, we care about the matters. We care about like. The things, physical things,、mm. but we forget the things that we cannot see with、mm. our eyes. The spiritual. Yeah, thing, the yeah. spiritual things and the emotional things,、mm. like the feelings. Can we have just have like maybe thirty minutes or an hour、mm. lying on the couch and talk about how's your day being, how's your heart feeling, and make some art maybe. Yeah. 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 Right. It's. I think it's a huge. It became a lost. Last art in our family, where we actually take time to make a meal together.、Mm. We actually take time to sit on the table and to eat. Because for me personally, I get super lazy after I get married. I don't want to cook. But I remember when I was in the states back there, I cook almost every day. Because I enjoy the time where I cook with my housemate. We enjoy the meal together. We're talking about, oh, what's the Most exciting thing you learn today. I just enjoy those moments so much because、mm. those moments make me feel I belong.、Mm. 
Um, but now back in China, I forget those moments. Like I, I tend to be very lazy. How about we just order Wai Mai?、Mm. We just go out to eat. We don't actually take time to prepare a meal and then to just sit down and to talk.、Mm. Like all I remember, a lot of times I was I was on my phone replying like messages or just flip through stuff instead of. Actually, talking to the person who sits across to me,、um, I think the hard thing is is relationship in home、mm. when you have conflict.、Um, mm. How are you going to navigate through?、Mm. Uh, what's more important to you? Is it more important to you to just go out to work, or is it more important to you to actually have half an hour to sit to talk? To process with the other person what just happened, I think that's the hard thing in family, in home.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that connects to so many things.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so when you do have those chances to process with other people, yeah, it just it opens things up.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you get unstuck, and there's more flow and more ideas come to、right. rescue whatever situation. Right.、Uh, Yeah. yeah, I do love those moments. Is、um, yeah, there's a sense of freedom there. Yeah, you know,、um, like、uh, I think about, you know, every body, every body is gonna be breathless one day.、Mm-hmm. That's just the reality. Yeah,、right? and so I ask myself, what would I ask myself after this body is、mm-hmm. breathless? And two questions. I would ask. One of them is,、uh, "What did you make?、Mm. What did you make?" And、uh, yeah, conversation, right? I hope I can tell、mm-hmm. myself, you know, I had some good conversations, right? right? Yeah. 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 That's such insightful question to ask.、Mm-hmm. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So I want to thank you for this、mm-hmm. conversation. <laughs> oh, thank you for inviting me. It、yeah. was such a joy of my heart to do this. Yeah. Any final thoughts, feelings、uh, before we sign up? I think actually our conversation connects a lot of dots in my head as well.、Mm. I think that's why I really enjoy talking to people to have conversations because a lot of times you feel clueless to some of the problem in your own life, but after talking to someone、mm. with a totally unrelated topic, and then、mm. a lot of stuff connects.、Mm. And then you kind of like oh、right. those aha moments.、Right. I found the answer.、Yeah. I found the answer that I have been looking for.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, that's、yeah. cool. Yeah, there's like so many dots. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah.